a very good morning to you, our valued listener. On behalf of NASCO Group Nigeria, we're happy to be with you again on your popular radio talk show, NASCO Moments Radio Show. We're glad that you are able to join us this Saturday morning. Now, do you know where your children are at this moment? There are certain things that always bring out beauty and comfort in life. Without such things, life becomes very boring and devoid of any aesthetics. Furniture are such things that play a very prominent role in our daily lives. All around us, from our homes to offices, schools, to worship places, and from recreational areas to conference centers, we see and use furniture of different designs, shapes, and sizes. These include beds, tables, seats, shelves, and a host of others. Whether in the low class, middle class, or high class, people require furniture that do not only suit their tastes, but correspond with their income and status. Today, the furniture industry all over the world has continued to witness tremendous growth, creating huge employment opportunities and foreign exchange earnings. In Nigeria, with a $50 billion worth, the industry is often looked upon as one for illiterates and semi-skilled personnel, in spite of availability of wood and growing needs for its products. A research conducted by the Raw Materials Research and Development Council, RMRDC, showed that in the 1960s and early 1970s, the country's exports of wood products and agricultural commodities provided more than 70% of the gross domestic product GDP. In view of the growing potentials of the furniture industry, how then can these prospects be harnessed to benefit the country? How creative and innovative are major players in the furniture industry in Nigeria to enable them to compete globally? And what are some of the challenges facing the industry? On your very entertaining NASCO Moments radio show this morning, we have Mr. Kurtong Moses Mundi, a graduate of fine arts from Mamadou University's area. He's also a graduate of Maven School of Interior Design, Abuja, where he specialized in furniture design and production. Mr. Mundi is also a director at Promag Designs, a company that has handled interior design jobs in numerous states across the country. He joins us to provide insight as we discuss creative innovation and the growing economic potentials of the furniture industry, career prospects for commercial gain. Stay tuned as we'll be right back. I am Udungyan. Ah ah, Mama Shakara. Eh? This your shabby city shine. <laughs> and now don't fit. How manage? Ah, my sister. Brightex white detergent, oh. Brightex detergent not the fake cloth at all at all. And if they wash clothes clean well, well, it gets power to come out all the nyama nyama stain and dirty no matter how it be. You not go chop and too? No, you know the chop and do. And it's good for washing machine too. Eh? Mama Shakara, me too now Brightex detergent I go to use to wash all my clothes now. So that I go to shine, shine and scent, scent and make Shakara like you so. <laughs> Brightex White Detergent, a quality product from NASCO. For your brightest wash, Brightex. Brightex, for the brightest wash. Mr. Moses Mundi, welcome to the NASCO Moment Show. Thank you very much. Okay, so um, why don't we start this way? Give the listener a general outlook on the furniture industry in Nigeria. What are its prospects, what's the viability and the capacity to generate employment? Uh, the furniture industry is one part of the sector that have huge potentials because the furniture itself is a product that everybody uses in as much as you have a shelter, a place to live. It's 
uh, any object that supports human activities such as sitting, sleeping, resting, or for fun, the beauty, its aesthetics. So there is a lot of opportunities in this field, the furniture production, because everybody is a user of the product. All right. So what are the major sources of raw materials for the furniture industry? Uh, generally, people know the major raw material for furniture as uh, wood. The moment you call furniture, they just look at wood. But it goes beyond that. We have so many materials used to produce furniture. You can use metal, you can use fiberglass, you can use stone. Since it is an object, anything can be furniture if well designed and uh, appropriately made to be able to support, remember it supports human activities. You can rest on it, you can sleep, and it has different functions. So I think they are the basic raw materials and you can use other organic materials like uh, animal horn. You can also use um, found objects to recycle them to make furniture. So there are many materials that can be used for furniture production. So you can use anything unconventional as long as it can support human activity. Yes. Yeah, because I've seen pictures of furniture made from tires. Yes. Okay. Um, tell me if these raw materials are locally sourced or imported. Okay. Most of the raw materials are locally sourced because we have them around our environment, the surrounding, everywhere. You move around, you see them, you pick. So it it's how you see it you have you must have a vision a foresight that is beyond what the lemma will see to be able to bring something out as furniture from those materials such as the wood if someone just uh, pass a passerby can just see maybe a lock of wood as this was a lock of wood but because of your foresight your inner abilities to see you can you can be able to see what you coined from it so there are so many uh, materials locally around that are not imported that we can use for furniture making. But do you still are you still forced to buy some imported uh, raw materials? Yeah, to some extent. Unless if you want to make uh, some special kind of furniture, there are some materials for it, especially like the carbon fiber. If you want to make which is very expensive unless maybe on special requests but if you want to make for commercial purpose for users you don't just go into it so that's when i think you will source for uh, material to import then you go for that but uh, most of the materials are locally sourced um now talk to us about qualifications what does the person require Maybe special training, for instance, to go into the furniture business. What do you require to be able to uh, be a part of this business? Uh, in, line, in the furniture industry, the major thing, the requirement of it is uh, interest. That's the first thing. Then, if you want to go, because you are doing it for people outside, so you need some special skills too. Just as if you want to become a doctor, you have to go and study medicine, you want to become a lawyer, you want to have to go and study uh, law, 
so it's not different with furniture you have some there are some skills or training that you have to undergo first you have to go through a formal and informal training what people know generally is just the informal aspect go into apprenticeship and learn just the craft skills but it goes beyond that like uh, in what we do first if you come want to learn furniture you have to go through the formal process first that you have to know the elements and principles of design to use knowing the use of lines the use of textures forms shapes colors to eat and then you have to study the ergonomics that's the safety and then the functionality of it and uh, um, the beauty as well so you have to go through that process the formal before doing it simultaneously going to get the craft skills for it then uh, aside that you still have to there are some fundamental skills that you need to go for the business first your attitude you must have a winning spirit you must have the ability to work with team and then you must have the ability to work under pressure because sometimes the client will bring a work and give you the deadline specification you need this by this time so you have to stretch you have to work extra if you used to close maybe six you have to work overnight to be able to meet up so you must have such abilities and then you must have uh, a hard-working spirit as well then you must have the soft skills i mentioned the craft skills know the technical know-how of it so the soft skills that's your attitude you must be able to communicate well know what your customer the client want and then uh, you must be able to have management or self-control especially when it comes to finance you are dealing with people's money someone is paying you he's paying for a value so you have to give him what he wants so it's beyond just the apprenticeship that you go and learn the basic the technical know-how you have to acquire such soft skill with your interest in it first uh, we'll continue uh, this discussion right after the break it's the nasco moments radio show don't go away fortified with essential vitamins and minerals. NASCO Conflicts, nourishing goodness anytime. This is the NASCO Moment Show on radio. This morning we are looking at creative innovation and the growing economic potentials of the furniture industry. Career prospects for commercial gain. Our guest is Mr. Moses Mundi, a graduate of Maven School of Interior Design, Abuja, specializing in furniture design and production. Um, now, I'd like you to rate furniture produced locally with those um, imported into the country. Um, in comparison, the furniture he produced locally here doesn't actually have the standard with the ones produced outside here. 
probably could be because of the use of uh, machines that they have advanced and then they have speciality especially they studied formally in schools but in you go to our institutions here you hardly see schools that have courses uh fun toy making or product design you just go learn it and then go and have a training somewhere unless you you force yourself like most of our learnings we learn it even from the western world because they make it they have a standard that they give excellence in it and in which we don't have here what we believe in just as i said you just go for the apprenticeship come and feel okay i'm a function maker leaving the key things the finishing detailing does it fit the user all these things so they there is they have there is a gap between the locally made uh, furnitures here and the ones abroad or imported ones what can we do to fill that gap i think first we we on our own we need to understand that first if we have that understanding then we should be able to see how we can develop our especially local carpenters don't just feel okay i've been doing this work like this and people are paying me there are more to that you need to satisfy people you need to create a value that people will like people will appreciate people will have feelings for such so people should uh, evolve anybody going to the industry should be able to follow the process get their first day some of the principles, the basic principles and elements of the design. First, not just feel, let me just go for the apprenticeship, know how to join different parts of materials and form, form uh, furniture. All right, uh, in this kind of business, create creativity, innovation, they're all very important and very key. To what extent would you say has uh, the Nigerian furniture industry been able to adapt to contemporary trends in the industry globally? That's why I said from time to time, our furniture makers, carpenters should need need orientation on trying to make an upscale, trying to upgrade themselves, trying to uh, evolve in the field. But I think most of the times we don't do that. Most of our furniture makers just stay at the level they have been. They don't want to be with the contemporary trends. That's why I said, like the way we do furniture. We have we meet up. We have sites checking the Pinterest, Google search, check the top brands, furniture makers in the world. Follow them. Let them become the models that you want. The next design I want to do should be better than this. But we have a poor culture of doing that. Our furniture industry mostly have a poor culture of doing that. So I think they should have a, a kind of reorientation, and then trying to go into understand the 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 uh, why before the how i mean why producing this before they just going to how i'm going to make it there are reasons there should be reasons for it how does it affect the users who are the users so putting all those things to consideration as an element the basics the elements Fusing it, the principles of design. Once they are fused into design, put into consideration, I think we will meet up 
with the contemporary contemporary trends of the uh, design. So the local furniture makers are not upgrading, but what about young people like you who have um, gone through formal school? You read fine arts, and then you went again to study more about designs and all that. After that, people like you who have gone through the formal training, uh, what difference are you making? Okay, like the furniture I'm making, actually, that's why I say we explore beyond the conventional materials to be able to uh, achieve that those designs or late uh, products that we want. So the function we make, they actually should, uh, interact with the user. It's not, it shouldn't be just an object to be seen and passed by. It should be able to communicate to you. When you are seeing it, you see it in another dimension. It, it draws your curiosity. It fascinates you that this is an art piece. That's why we are fusing art into it. It communicates to the user. It enhances the lifestyle. Just as our slogan is enhancing the lifestyle, enhancing your lifestyle. That's our slogan. So once you are using our product, the furniture, it should be able to make you feel happy, enhance your innovative skills, enhance your career skills. Just as uh, like the children, we did a bed. Is a car? Uh, Is a bed, but it comes in car form. So it enhances children. Once they see, when they come, it's a bed, they can sleep, but then they are seeing a car. These are automobiles that pass. So it enhances them to think towards automobile. The same thing, if a child wants to go to engineering, either uh, whatever engineering will pick images of that, aeronautics or what, of planes, and then we make the furniture with it to assume that shape. So it's not you are not just seeing the conventional square or rectangular, circular, uh, just geometry shapes. You are seeing an object so that is talking as to you. Your bed can inspire you. Yes. Right. it's interesting. Uh, thank you for joining us on the NASCO Movement Show. Uh, we'll continue right after this. Nasco Cube Sugar is pleasantly sweet and can be used in tea, coffee, pap, and a variety of cereals and beverages. Nasco Cube Sugar can be taken at any time of the day. And what's more, each cube delivers a sweet taste and experience. Really? Nasco Cube Sugar is fortified with vitamin A and dissolves fast. Nasco Cube. Mmm, Nasco Cube Sugar. Sugar. For that sweet taste. Nasco Cube. NASCO Cube Sugar, another quality product from NASCO. Thank you, listener, for staying tuned to NASCO Moments Radio Show. Mr. Mundi Moses, a graduate of fine arts from Amadobello University, Zaria, and a director at Promark Designs, has been sharing his thoughts and experiences on creative innovation and the growing economic potentials of the furniture industry, career prospects for commercial gain. Now, tell us if there is any government policy that regulates the furniture industry in Nigeria. Do we have that? How favorable is it to people in the industry? Um, I've not encountered any government policy precisely on furniture making. It's just the general uh, government policies, some regulatory bodies like the CSE, 
then the tax which, and also the consumer protection which they check some of these things from time to time but uh, personally we have not encountered them it's only the uh, the CAC where we have to pay our go and pay our tax as well and I think it's, it's favorable it's favorable there do you think there should be a policy regulating the furniture industry I think there should be a policy that will be just to for the furniture uh, industry because it affects we have there are cases okay about uh, I care Ikea is one of the largest furniture manufacturers in the world. They were sued because of a mistake they make in one of the products, a furniture they make. It kills two children because it wasn't, they just make, they just take the aesthetics without considering uh, the safety. So when the children were playing, two different incidences, not two children at the same time. So the same product fall on them and then they died. So they were sued for it. So the same thing, it happens to some of our furnitures where you sit and then uh, the economics, when you sit for long, the backache, pains around, the discomfort, all this, there should be regulatory, I feel there should be regulatory bodies to check any product that will be uh, sold or taken to the market for the consumers. Looking forward, what are the career prospects of the furniture industry in Nigeria? There are a lot of opportunities in it. With all these sites for residential furniture, commercial furniture, talking about um, for hospitality, hotels, parks, all these are opportunities where people can get jobs. People can become product designers, graphic designers from it, and then the, the technicians, all these are various careers that are in that particular industries. So we have a lot of uh, opportunities there once you venture into it. And the good thing about it is it's free. I mean, it doesn't have restriction that you have to, it, the design have to be this, have to be this. It's only Maybe you have to be considering the economics, the safety needs, and then the comfort for the user. So you can mix, you can be creative, you can explore on it. Can you share with the listener the challenges facing the furniture industry in Nigeria? There are, there are a lot of, quite a number of challenges in the industry. One we have especially the challenges of this uh, support as you are trying to come up just as we mentioned about the patronage that people just believe they just focus on the users customers focus on the cost without really checking the value of it so they tend to see furniture as one of the a lower activity a low form of uh, production Instead that, instead of they tend to compare, they go to buy other things. You see people buying luxury cars, moving. But once you come to their uh, house, their residence, you see the kind of furniture they use because they don't give, they don't place a priority on it. But uh, if people should know, people should know that this furniture enhances them. 
it speaks it says something about them and then it makes them feel happy it makes someone to have an experience whenever they come to your place i think if we if, if they focus on doing that bringing some orientation instead of the normal things that we know about it so once we do that bringing some uh, bodies making exhibitions and try to enhance enlighten people about it that some of the things you feel you just wake up angrily you wake up and you just feel somehow you don't know what's wrong with you sometimes it's from the furniture you use that are rather making you um, feel bad because they're not as comfortable as you would want them to be okay so we're going to round up this discussion at this point what parting words do you have uh, we have so much potentials so much resources that are available that we can use we just have to look beyond just what we know we have to go extra to be able to search go in and use the resources to be able to develop and make something meaningful from it so i think with that we can be able to and then we should go beyond our the norms we have to go and to meet up the trends always go on search go on search learn more that's for the furniture makers now yes right. the furniture so makers. we can see more creativity and innovation thank you very much uh, this saturday morning i've been speaking with mr moses mundi on the subject creative innovation and the growing economic potentials of the furniture industry career prospects for commercial gain it is indeed our patriotic duty to patronize made in nigeria products uh, thank you very much mr mundi for being with us on the nasco moment show today You can follow the Nasco Moments Talk Show on Facebook, www.facebook.com/nascogroup, or on Twitter using the handle at Nasco Group. You can freely send feedback on any aspect of the Nasco Moments Radio Show to the email info at nasco.net or by text through the dedicated care line 0805-774-7777. Our Nasco Moments trivia question for this week is. What examination body was established in 1992 to domesticate craft level examinations which were before then conducted by city and guilds, pitmans and royal society of arts? Send the correct answer via text to 0805-774-7777 and write your full name and exact location. The Nasco Moments radio talk show was brought to you by Nasco Group. It was created by Unimark Limited Marketing Communications Consultants, executive producers Nasco Marketing Department, producer Harun Audu Research and Content Development, George Palm and Harun Audu, production coordinators Solomon Audu, Malau Sobanes and Alex Ruben. I am Hudun Gyan. Ensure you learn a skill and be self-reliant. Bye-bye.